Good evening, good morning, welcome to the latest rendition of the AG Podcast. I'm your host for this morning slash afternoon, whenever you're listening. My name's Jaminator, and with me today, as always, pressing the buttons, is the Ash Cohen. A very excited Ash Cohen, obviously, because today, when we record, is Xbox X release day. Ash, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thank you. How are you doing? Not bad. You managed to pull yourself away from uh, from the TV. I, I have, yes. So I've got it downloaded, all the updates downloading in the background. So it's not been uh, very well. It has been productive. It will be productive, but uh, not so much action today. All right. Okay. So fingers crossed, we don't lose you due to technical difficulties no. halfway through. Then Virgin, Virgin holding strong today. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah and uh, we've um, we've got a returning member as well, but sort of uh, more uh, solemnly seen on the podcast, which is Wince. Uh, so good evening, Wince. Nice to uh, have you back on, buddy. Thanks for having me back. It's it's good to be on again. It's a long time ago, I think. Oh, it's I don't know what number it was, but it is uh, plenty of episodes uh, back the last time I was on. Yeah, it must have been. Like I said, I was questioning whether you'd been on before. It must be a long time ago. But um, again, good to have you uh, back on. And we've got uh, a new member as well. So Satie, who has never been on the podcast. Good evening, mate. How are you doing? Good evening, guys. Thank are you, you uh, for asking me on. No, you're more than welcome. Are you excited to be on? Yeah, 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 I was actually. <laughs> good. Well, it's uh, good to hear. And again, obviously, do you listen to the podcast? Yeah, I do. I, I do think they're really good. Oh, well, there you go. But I knew there was a reason we had him on. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's good. Um, <clears throat> right, just to, to let you guys know, so we're going to run down a couple of things. We'll recap and uh, finish off the Ryder Cup tournament. That's obviously done and dusted now. And we'll let you know the, the winner and the uh, the overall team winner, if you've not seen or heard that already. We'll have a golf and F1 segment from uh, Bertie and Joe, respectively. We'll have a bit of a chat to Winston Satie about um, a few things. Kind of a getting-to-know-you segment, as well as, uh, obviously... Um, talking a bit about the site and then to sort of round off because there's not too much FIFA goings on to talk about we'll talk to uh, Ash and, and Winston Sati as well about their uh, their expectations for the new Xbox and and any games they're looking out for etc so uh, without further ado boys um, in terms of the Ryder Cup tournament so uh, the elite bracket we saw Suthi uh, best Raz in the final game in that one 5-2 uh, after the handicap which I mean to be fair Again, I know uh, I know I have played him in the Prem, and Ash, you have as well, and I'm sure Wins and Sati have both come up against him. He's uh, he's just an, a class above, it seems, at the minute, Southy. So, um, Ash, was there ever going to be any other winner? Um, no, I don't think so. It's nice to see, um, obviously, not a, uh, you know, a Sufi um, sort of burger final or Sufi Jaxi final. Um, it's nice to see another member, Raz, um, I think he's, uh, you know, come up maybe a few times, um, mm. in, even in like TFIs and all that, he's done quite well. Um, so it was nice to see somebody else in the final, but no, I think when Sufi made that final, it was only going to be one winner. I think I agree. I mean, Wince, have you played him before or, or has it only ever been friendlies or? I think I've only played him maybe in the TFI or something like that. Um, and he is, yeah, he's, he's. He's a class above anyone I've played before, and I've played legends like Aaron and stuff, you know. So, um, no, like that. (laughs) Wins has been here a very long time. (laughs) Uh, Twenty thirteen days. Fourteen before that, yeah. But uh, yeah, he's he's something else. Um, Sati, obviously, again, like we've said, you know, different different league to uh, to Southey, but um, someone who joined probably not too long before you joined the site, I wouldn't have thought. Um, but again, have you come up against him at all? Yeah, I, I played him when I was Belgium in the World Cup and he was New Zealand. And he went on to win it with New Zealand and that says it all for me. Yeah, um, it does. He was amazing, even playing... even New, He made New Zealand look like they were Brazil. Um, <laughs> and I think he beat me for something like 4-2, you know, but it didn't really reflect the game, to be fair. I mean, it, it was a lot wider than that, really. I think, isn't it? And that's the. I mean, Raz summed it up perfectly in his comments in the uh, the match thread. He was like, he didn't know why he bothered. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, which at the same time, I guess you've got to give it a go. But it is uh, it's difficult because it's one of those. If you give him a bit of a bloody nose, then he might just go for the throat and uh, and and beat you even more. Yeah. Um, but like like you say, Ash, you know, commiserations to Raz and congratulations on uh, on Raz getting to the final. Um, it's uh, especially of the the top bracket. So well done to him. Uh, the lower. The, the lower bracket obviously saw yourself uh, come up against Suited in the final. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess more importantly, um, it was all down to uh, to yourself and to Raz. 
um, on uh, on Judgment Night, as it was sort of known, in terms of the the Joe versus Aaron Ryder Cup element to the whole thing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it, it, from your your point of view, how did that unfold? Um, yeah, I think it was uh, Shelbourne um, that I had to get the points against, um, and I think obviously Raz had to do the same. Uh, I managed to come away three two win against Shelbourne. Really, really close match. Um, you know, we're quite fortunate that obviously we were both in the same group, so there was no real handicap. Um, you know, we both started on the same uh, at a level equal ground, um, and thankfully came away with the points. I mean, I- I'm glad that I did manage to pick up a little bit in the uh, in the lower bracket because had we won the uh, it overall, and obviously we do get that BFA to ourselves, um, I- I'm not sure Aaron would have been too happy with me then coming in. <laughs> coming in BFA night when I've not contributed anything. So I'm happy to say that I've now contributed to the team winning. <laughs> you finally you finally pulled your weight. I mean, Wince, AT, uh, Wince first. I mean, what do we think? Did, did Ash tank it to get down to that bottom uh, bottom bracket, do we think? No. Yeah, being, being a team member of mine, I would have to disagree with that. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm he on that team sense. too. I know, yeah. Team right. it's, so we... It worked in our favour, but, you know, we have to ask these questions. No, he, he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do anything like that, anything shady. So I would disagree with that. again, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Do you trust Ash? Um, do you know what? I didn't. It didn't really cross my mind until someone mentioned it. <laughs> and now you <laughs> can't get out of here. Perfect yet. sense, but I actually don't think. No, I don't. I don't think you're there on purpose. Uh, well, this is it. I mean, Ash. You know, people believe in you for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> so. Uh, again, like you said, you know, Aaron, Team Aaron, we uh, we do get a BFA to ourselves. So fingers crossed, that's uh, that's not too far around the corner. Um, and obviously, congratulations to I believe did you say suited Ash beat you in the final. Yeah, suited. Right. Yeah, suited beat me in the final, four uh, three. Again, another one you wouldn't maybe expect to see in the bottom of the uh, well, in the in the lower bracket at all, really. Um, the fact that Suited was down there in the first place, so fair play to him. Um, one one thing I want to ask you, boys, and Satie, I'll come to you first on this one. The um, the Ryder Cup itself, we've seen um, rumblings, and I mean rumblings, we talked about on the last podcast, that some people tried to get themselves eliminated early um, due to the fact that obviously you had to pay wages in this tournament. Um my thoughts have, have always been the same. It's kind of like having a, a mini cut in, in the finances, but actually without just doing it, you know, we actually get to play games to do it. Um, what, what's your opinion on that? Um, after speaking to a couple of the boys online, um, I think I look at it differently now to what I did before the tournament started. Um, I think what you what you have to do is, like some of the lads have said, is let's say it's, it's going to cost you three million per game, and you've got nine games. You just got to set aside twenty-seven million, and you're you're mm. covered. But yeah. unfortunately, people like me, who are a bit of a spendthrift when they get a bit of money in their back pocket, um, <laughs> go out willingly trying to <laughs> buy players. I ended up in in a bit of trouble, and um, I did think, oh my god, I'm going to struggle here. But what I would never do is not not play a game or try and lose a game because I, I I've never ever gone into any game and think. And try to lose because that's just that's not how I work. So yeah, it's not in the spirit of the site, is it? I mean, Wint, no. I imagine you echo the sentiment of that. Uh, yeah, totally. It's it did cross my mind at one time. I think Aaron was giving me a bit of abuse for um, not or wanting to progress further, and I was sort of thinking, Jesus, I'm trying to help him out, win <laughs> win games, but it's costing me whatever three million pound per uh, you know per game, but. Uh, I think I won through the next couple of games and then get knocked out, so I did do my bit. But uh, yeah, it's we all know what it is before we go into it, so we we do know that there's match day payments coming out. So I don't think there's any arguments there. No, and I guess the thing is, Ash, you've got to look at it. Had um, had it been a slightly different circumstance, had there not been a new Xbox on the horizon, we'd have been midway or you know a third yeah. of the way through a league by now, you know, and you'd been yeah, having these payments so. coming out anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's it. Um... I mean, for me, just just on that as well, the other thing I was going to say was, um, I mean, again, I echo Winston and Sadie's sentiment exactly. I would never throw a game or try and get myself eliminated early because of because of um, the minus wages situation. But on on the minus wages situation, we've we've not got a league now, Ash, for potentially, you know maybe the other side of Christmas, who knows? You know, who knows what it's going to be like? It could be sooner, it might not be, you don't know. Yeah. Um, if there's not another stopgap tournament in that time, in terms of FIFA, um, what do you think 
will happen in terms of things like BFAs. I mean, again, obviously we're all speculating at this stage, but I, I'd like to point out to, you know, two or three or four people, myself included in this, but you've got Shelbourne, Suited, Bertie, these lads, obviously, who, and again, myself as well, who have got really, really good teams and are in relatively, you know, quite minus wages, but we can still turn up to these TFI events and, and all these events with a good team and not get punished for it or not have to pay wages on it compared to, like, say to say, maybe to his team or to Raz's team. Mm. Um, do you see that as a bit of an unfair advantage? And, and I guess, secondly, I guess, how would you combat that? Um, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think it'd be so much of an unfair advantage, just the way it works. Um, you, you know, it is one of those things. I mean, you, you talked about, um, obviously, the league. We don't know what's going to happen in terms of the, the league set up. I suspect what's the... Four or five weeks, I think the the um, next gen version of FIFA comes out, um, and even then we might see maybe a few weeks turnaround. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I I think it's just well, one I mean, of to, the... to put it into perspective. Then to put it into perspective, so let's say let's say let's take suited. And this isn't me picking on suited. This is just because I, I saw he signed Ferran Torres last night from Bertie for like thirty four, thirty five million. So he's already got quite hefty minus wages. He's then just added another 81 rated player, which is another 2 million. Mm. So that that alone there obviously means he's in, again, I, I haven't got the exact figure in front of me in terms of minus wages, but he's got an amazing squad then. Yeah. He could go out feasibly, because he's got a decent amount of Scudo, he could go out and buy another two 81 rated players if there's another BFA. Yeah. Um, you know, and But he could then use that team without any... Yeah, in, you know, in events and in friendlies and head to head leagues, all these things without any wages coming out, mm. and then literally sell them all before the league starts. Just, yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, he could do that. Um, oh, yeah, am, am I just making again? I, I do often do this, I guess. Am I making a mountain out of a molehill here, Wince? What do you think? I think you've just given an idea now. He's going to go out and buy a couple <laughs> of big players, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, no, people can do that, can't they? You know. That's yeah. Well, we all, again, you know, sort of going down the lines, we all know what way it works and we, we know that there's not going to be leagues for a while. So most people do have a lot of scudo. So everyone has that chance if they want to go out and, and buy players um, to improve their team, knowing that there's not going to be any match day payments coming out. But um, yeah, everyone's different. I'm, if you look at my changes, I hardly do any changes. I'm quite happy with my team. I've tried different players and hasn't worked. So every, some players like, Shelburne, whatever, just constantly wants to go out and keep changing his team, and, and that's his prerogative, like, you know. But, um, yeah, it, it, there is an option. The only other option would be to start charging or start taking match day payments out, but I can't see that happening, to be honest. Like you say, it's tricky because obviously we're only a month away. I think is it It might even be the 10th of December when we have the um, the next gen update, at which point there'll be no cross play enabled then, will there? So... It's the 4th. The fourth of December. Fourth of December. Yeah. yeah. That was and a that's... question. So the new game and the new Xbox, whatever. There's not going to be crossplay, so we can't play each other. No. So up until you, uh, correct you me if I'm wrong. You, you can at the yeah. moment until yeah. December the fourth, I believe. From what I read today, um, I think you can until the fourth. It, it cross. It goes backwards. It's cross compatible going backwards. Um, and then after that, after December the fourth, I think it then upgrades to the X version uh, so you'll get all the the better the, the, the world bells and whistles etc um but then I, i'm not sure if you can play someone on the xbox one so i, I don't i don't think they've confirmed it i don't think they've confirmed it yet it's still yeah. quite vague yeah i again i imagine you for, it, for me i don't think you'd be able to personally hence why maybe we might have to have slightly different leagues and, and things like that for the first first round until people get everyone else gets a new console if they if they intend to but again we'll, we'll see how we go with that I think that's. A, I think that would be a sh- myself. This is only my opinion. Mm. Um, I think that would be a shame um, to segment it. I know that people are getting the new consoles, but everyone has got FIFA 21 at the moment. And everyone's got an Xbox One, so everyone can play in leagues if it was set up, say for next week. They could. Um, what I'm saying is, is that I'm going to get the Xbox Series X because I want to play in the leagues. Um, so I've got to do that. But to do it on day one and get them on day one, you know, I think it's quite difficult for everyone to get the console um, in the next week or so. So that's that's but that's how I see it. I think it'd be a shame yeah. to segment it because I think the league is so good and it's so well run. 
Um, and no doubt Marcus will do a fantastic job if it's if it's broke up. It'll still be great. But I just think it'll be a little bit of a shame, that's all. Yeah, I think obviously the you know from the the thread that went up before, I believe um, the plans were always to you've got the the Xbox Series X and the and the older gen in separate leagues, um, and it's a case of you can then just flip straight over when you get an Xbox X at the end of that season, um, yes. you know, and then. But the, the thing is, I think that what Marcus and and for me rightly so wants to wants to hit home is let's say you were going to get the Xbox Series X80 in February, by which point we're maybe about two-thirds of the way through a league, let's say. What we don't want to happen then is for you to have quit the leagues because you didn't want to play with people that are on the the Xbox One. Um, do you see what I mean? And then obviously have to then rejoin in February because then you'll lose your team and, and obviously it'll disrupt things even further. So again, like Ash was saying, nothing's really confirmed. We've not got any plans yet. Again, it's it's a, a tricky one to try and work around, but I, I don't see that it'll be. I don't I don't see it breaking up the any sort of potential harmony that we've got on the site at the moment. Like you say, say to we've got a good uh, a good running of the site at the moment in terms of the, the structure. So I think we should be we should be fine. And even worst case scenario, even if people did break off and do different different leagues for different consoles, we'll still have one universal market, I imagine, because otherwise it would be a nightmare to try and control if not. Um and because they're run off separate spreadsheets, that wouldn't wouldn't make sense not to do that. Yeah, it must um, be it must be a not it must be a bit of a nightmare for Marcus to I, I know you know He's obviously done this many times before. This isn't the first new console to come out, but I, I just think if it was me, I, I'd I, I think you know perhaps put a deadline on it to say, look, you've got to have the new Xbox console by this date because that's when we're going to be starting a new league. And, and just a point here on what you're saying about the wages. No one knows if Marcus w- wouldn't stick in a, a new tournament next week. So and yeah, you'd have exactly, to pay wages. Yeah. So, so you don't know what's around the corner. Uh, and so, therefore, getting back to your point about Suited, was that I think if he's got the money and he wants to spend it, that's totally up to him. Mm. Just my view. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, again, it wasn't just Suited. It just in general. He, he was the example. But, yeah, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Um, right, what we'll do, we'll break off there, boys. We'll cap the right, we'll cut the right up off there. Um, again, congratulations to everybody involved with Team Aaron. Um, and we're going to head over to uh, to Bertie to get some information on the uh, the golf. The music you hear in the background during the weekly golf segment is from the Masters. And good news for real golf fans, as this year's Masters starts Thursday, and I'm so looking forward to it. We had some technical issues on the AG Tour with regards to settings, which meant that our Week 4 event did not actually take place until the third attempt. In the end, our first major of the year was won by Red Rhinoceros. Congratulations to him. Week 5 saw us go to a really tough course where nobody actually managed to get under par, and Burger Boy was the winner here. On the TGC Tours, a lot of the guys have been struggling and some have even began to stop playing. It's just such a tough game. Wells and myself are struggling with the motion points at the moment. Red Rhinoceros is holding his own and Wizfox is doing quite well. But going forward, the game is such that you really need to be playing week in, week out. And as a consequence, everybody is finding it tough. So from now on, I can guarantee you the courses that we were playing on the AG Tour, they will be really easy courses and fun to play. Until next week, thanks guys. Okay, cheers Bertie, thank you very much. And um, again, anyone who wants to get involved with the golf, drop Bertie a, a PM or uh, drop it in the, the thread and I'm sure I'll get back to you on that ASAP. Um, right, we're going to uh, have a first of the two getting to know segments for uh, this evening, which uh, is firstly a chat with Wince. So... Wins, obviously, you're a long-standing member of the site. I believe one of one of the the originals, I believe, as well on this site. Um, how have you uh, How have you found the the development of the site? And again, if you can, how how long have you been involved with the site? From the start, um, I was on the previous sort of gaming site we went to, which was back of the net. Um, it's very similar to AG, and I think that's where Marcus got a lot of his ideas from. But it was run by this this guy who was like a whiz kid back in the day and had uh, all these leagues set up and ranking ladders and all to play each other. Really, really good site, but he just didn't have the interest in the site, so the site was sort of just falling away. So Marcus decided, right, let's go and make a go of it ourselves. So he was a 
the leader like and he asked a few people to go with him i was one of them uh iron i think came across as well i'm sure my age where i can't say exactly who all came across but i think like jo- joby was there emo was there jeff anthony ginger and gasgrass all came very early uh at the start of ag um i remember it being very basic at the start um but marcus always wanted you know that to replicate the the old uh, back then that so we we looked at the back end and and get in leagues and league tables the gymless sort of site came in um i run it and help set that up for him and then he just constantly kept growing the site like we had formula one call of duty and all the first year there as well so we did and then storm appeared and then the site just went downhill from there <laughs> but uh no it's it's i have to say now from i think that was november 2009 so you're talking it's 11 years the site's been yeah, going wow which is brilliant and yeah and from small people who are still here it just shows you you know what what the site offers but yeah it's brilliant um the people came there's a new group of people sort of have come through the site all the time but recently the, the team we have for the guys we have now are just phenomenal i have to say you anytime you go on xbox there's always there's guys offering to have games uh chats in the, in the game chats and stuff and i have to say it's superb and there's so many people now on the website it's just i have to say it's really really good and it's just getting better and better yeah, I mean, again, the, I know when I joined, I was part of an influx, um, with refugees, if that's what you want to call us, um, <laughs> from a, another another site that closed down uh, very unexpectedly. Um, there was myself, uh, Sofa, Rhino, Diadex, Bertie, all these guys, Mark, um, Payne Wales, all of us came across at the same time. Um, Joe, Riverman, Bunsey, all these guys came across uh, from that one particular site, um, you know, which obviously swelled the numbers of AG, but also, um, you know, it, for us it was, I don't know, things are a lot more, um, maybe a lot more relaxed, you know, and it's a bit more of a community feel, which again, I think that's always the best word to use as an example. You know, I had someone say to me the other day, um, one of the first things they do in the morning is get up and check AG. And I think that's, I don't think that's a, like a fear of missing out. I think it's a case of, oh, what's what's happening today? You know, it's it's a, it's a, a more comfortable feeling. No, it's, it's a real community feeling, so it is. Everyone looks out for each other as well. There's... Um... Somebody's just knocking my window. Um, oh, it's not an Xbox being delivered, is it, for your neighbour? Take it, steal it. No, I don't think so. I think somebody's trying to break in or something. Um, nice. But, uh, what's, no, Harry, what's Harry doing over there? So, yeah, no, it's, it's a great community and everyone looks out for each other. And I have to say it is one of the things that I constantly go to is the, uh, the website, you know, and, and the Twitter feed as well. Absolutely. I mean, so in terms of, you said about FIFA leagues, obviously FIFA is the bread and butter of AG. Call of Duty, F1, uh, Snooker now obviously as well. You know, again, that's that's just another example, isn't it, of how things can just take off quite quickly. You know, whether or not it becomes a bit of a fad or not, you know, you've got 15, 16, 17 people sign up to a Snooker league out, out of absolutely nowhere, um, which is brilliant. Um, but in terms of the, the FIFA, obviously that's the bread and butter. And yourself, obviously, even, even in the short time-ish I've been here, You've been uh, League One Championship, you know, up and down, up and down. Um, again, what's what's the highest you've ever been? Championship is my highest. It's sort of the lower end of the championship would be my level. Uh, I do struggle when I get up there. The guys are just that much better than me. Um, I do enjoy League One because of the um, the games are a lot tighter. And looking at this game, the way it's been going as well, like City and all, I have to say the the improvement from those players has been phenomenal. So. I think uh, League One is probably my level. Uh, it's a good level, I have to say. I enjoy all my games, whereas the higher le- higher you go up, then you start to struggle against guys who just uh, keep the ball and and just give you an absolute hammering, you know. So lower lower championship or top end of the League One would be my level, I think. I'll be honest. When whenever I play you, I do find it very similar to Riverman as well. It's almost like playing uh, Leeds. In, in real life at the minute it's always like four three five four six five you know it's always end to end and interesting games i can't, I can't but, yeah. yeah i just don't like playing all the sort of keep ball or whatever like soggy ball uh mm. birdie ball i just don't enjoy that <laughs> for me you just go out and play everything as as attacking as you can like city you can confirm that but it's just all about scoring goals and, and just constantly being on the attack which i prefer to be honest mm. the um 
in terms of uh, obviously me and Sadie have never actually done this, but uh, I know Ash has been down. But have you ever been to an AG meetup? No, I've seen there's been a couple like, but I've never, I've never been to one. And saying that, the amount of people we have here from Northern Ireland as well, with uh, Raz, Storm, myself, Gasgrass, there, there's Emo as well. There's plenty of us here that we could have a, a meetup. Maybe after we get rid of this COVID thing, we could have a yeah a few, a few pints down the bar, or whatever. But uh, yeah, another meetup over over in the mainland would be great. I think that's it. You know, again, we were talking the other night in a, in a party and saying it'd be lovely to do something like that. I think the amount of people we've got now, it'd be uh, it'd be crazy if uh, if we had a decent turnout. It'd be uh, we'd be taking over a bar, taking over an entire <laughs> place. I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, again, and so it, obviously no no plans to retire from gaming. Wins happy to keep going on, involved as ever. Yeah, I always like giving back something to. What I, what I get involved in the golf club I, I done their social media for them uh, when I looked after or supported one of my football teams I helped set up uh, fundraisers for them and also I like to give something back hence why I've always sort of helped Marcus with the AG anything I could do for him I, could, I, w- I would try and do for him uh, I had to step back off the admin team because my job got a bit more uh, time consuming whatever but uh, I always like to help out regard gaming I really only play the um, FIFA uh, a bit of golf. I try to play the Formula One, which is always quite good at now, I have to say. But um, you were very get, good. I just get motion sickness, and it's the same with uh, like Call of Duty and stuff like that, moving your head around, and it's rubbish excuse like. But uh, I would love to play them, but I just can't. I just feel awful for about a couple of hours afterwards. So snooker, I, th- I played the snooker there the other night. I have to say it's good crack. Um, it could be good with all of us as well. Hopefully, join that tonight. But uh, yeah, I'll always play certain games uh, like that, but uh, I wouldn't be involved as much as some of the guys. No, well, again, I think it's good insight. And again, I think it's good for some of the guys maybe who, again, haven't been around for long to get a bit of a backstory on the site. So thanks for that, mate. I appreciate that. No worries. Um, we'll, uh, we'll jump across before we talk to uh, Satie and get his thoughts and, uh, and views on the site. We're going to jump across to Joe for the, uh, the latest F1 segment. Uh, so take it away, Joe. Thanks guys and welcome to another F1 Roundup. As always it's been two weeks since the last time we spoke so we've had two races in the last two Mondays. Last Monday we had, we had Canada and the Monday just gone we moved on to the European part of the season where we raced in France. We're going to do things a little bit differently this week. We're going to take a look at Division 2 first. So we'll go back to Canada and it was a fantastic result for Red Rhinoceros who won the race uh, by about 17 seconds. We had Big B in second. That was kicking off a good spell for him. We had Payne Wills in third. Harry in fourth. And Jeff in fifth place. Congrats to Harry with a faster slap there. We're 1.15.7. Move on to Monday gone in France. Again, like I said, a good spell for Big B. He had his first win of the season. He only won by two seconds. Ash was second. Harry was third. Rhino was fourth. And Jeff was fifth. And again, congratulations to Payne Wells. He had the fastest lap back in ninth place with a 137.7. We'll take a look at what that does to the Division 2 table. Ash, I just want to race with my friends Cohen, retains his lead at the top of Division 2 with a 25-point lead. You've got Harry in second place. He's on 134. Bert is in third with 115. Then it all gets very tight. You've got Red Rhino on 99, Payne Wells 98, Big B 88, and Jeff on 88 as well. Moving on to Division 1, we've had a little bit of a mare in the last couple of weeks. Last week on Canada, we unfortunately had some issues where the game decided it didn't want to work properly. Unfortunately, the league system on the game can be known as a bit of a buggy mess. We managed to actually get the race in. Um, Wardy won that one, a really good performance. Shelbourne was in second place. We had Jaminator in third, I was in fourth, and we had Suited in fifth. Unfortunately, due to those issues, the league couldn't be used anymore, so we had to race last week as a single-player race. Jam won that one, a fantastic performance. He'd clearly been putting some practice in. He qualified on pole, and he won by five seconds from Wardy, who was in second place. Bunty was in third, Suited was in fourth, and myself, I was in fifth place. Again, we'll take a look at the table. Ward has got a pretty commanding lead now. He's on 228 points. You've got Shelbourne on 170, Suited on 164, Jaminator on 118, and Wells on 109 points. Bunch is seven points behind in, on 102 points. Going forward, um, there's a thread up on the forum now. Unfortunately, Division 1's had to be restarted. 
that will be on there for the last 12 races of the season. We've got a couple of slight changes. Soggy Cabbage's return, so he slots into one of the worst cars. And the championship leader, Wardy, he goes back a couple of tiers to try and make it a little bit more competitive. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Again, we've got two more races coming up the next couple of weeks. We're back on the European leg now. We've got Austria and then Great Britain after that. As always, if anyone wants to get in touch to take part, just feel free to send me a PM. Thanks again, guys. Okay, cheers, Joe. Thank you very much. Obviously, me victorious last night in the uh, Division 1. Very happy with that. Fingers crossed we can carry that forward. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so Satie, it's, uh, it's your turn in the hot seat, my friend. So, like we discussed, obviously, you're one of the newer members to the site, um, or one of the newer, most consistent members to the site as well, I should say. Um, how have you found it since joining? What's um, What's been some of your uh, key highlights and, and good things you've taken from it? Right. <clears throat> yeah, I think... I remember sending an email to Marcus a little while ago, sort of thank, thanking him for running the site. Mm. For, for one reason, we, we went into... We went into lockdown, I think, was it March? Um, and I've always been a FIFA, I, I'm on FIFA as much as I can, cause I love I love football and I love FIFA. Um, but when I went into lockdown, I had a, a three-month period where I was told not to go to work. Now, mm. And my son, who, who lives with me a lot of the time, um, I came home from work and the Xbox was gone. And I was like, he's gone to live with his mum for three months and the Xbox is gone. And I'm thinking, wow, well, God, I've got to do something about this. So I went and bought one. Um and then I went on to online and saw FIFA leagues and ended up sending an email into Berger, who, by the way, I just want to let you know, he um, dismissed it as junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> right? What a shocking so, admin. I know. <laughs> and and um, I then emailed back again to say, no, 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 it's not junk mail. I, I'm genuine. And um, I'll, I'll be honest with you, in those three months of, of lockdown, it, it was a real saviour for me in some ways because every day I got up I was on the site I was looking okay I had a lot of teething problems with navigating around the site you know I'll admit that and and people like Berger Rhino Marcus really helpful helped me you know when they must have thought oh god him again you know coming on asking questions all the time but it was a real saviour for me and do you know what Um, them three months could have lasted or seemed a lot longer without AG so that's a a massive thank you to everyone involved with AG, all the players and everyone, because every night I look forward to to, to playing a bit of FIFA or something. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. yeah, brilliant. So that that was how I got into it. That's how it came about. Um, and you know, I'm really glad I joined because I do think it's a really, really well-run, good site. So, that's some good lads. Well, I think again from from me, obviously as part of the admin team, Ash as well, and and obviously formerly Winston I'm sure Marcus will echo it thank you very much and it's nice to hear that that you know it, it makes a difference I know for example for me it definitely makes a difference again it gives you a bit of something to do um, when things are a bit quiet and again without AG God knows what have happened during lockdown it had been very hard to get through for sure um, and just to, again it's the community feel like you say that it gives whether it's a case of um, you know being on Xbox on a night and, and chatting to the lads while you're playing a game or sometimes not even playing sometimes just watching other people play a game on Twitch you know it's um, it's just that sense of community um, one of the things I, I need to ask and I need to get to the bottom of why do you turn your mic off when you play a game why I, can't you talk and play I, I, can't, I just can't do it because I can't concentrate um, I've done it I've tried it a few times and I just struggle with talking and people just chatting in your ear and, you, and I'm, I'm not great at the game anyway. <laughs> so, you know what? Just concentration. And, and because I think I'm not used to it, um, I've always just played FIFA Online Seasons and I've never played FUT or anything like that. I, I'm just not used to it. And I just think that I don't mind. I can go on the mic if people keep quiet. If they keep quiet, so it defeats the object problem. <laughs> um, it just does my head in. It's like when I play on here, if my son ever comes in, or when, he, when he comes in from... Um, sick form, whatever. He comes in the door. If I'm on on here and he starts talking to me, or I'm playing FIFA, he gets a, he gets an earful. Um, <laughs> so he knows not to do it. Um, it's just concentration for me. Um, I, I prefer it without the chat, but then I do enjoy the chat. So it's a little bit contradictory, but I do enjoy the the banter and going online. It's just when the game's in progress, I prefer it not to be on the mic. I, I don't yeah. think I'm alone there, though. I don't think I'm alone. I, I would no. be yeah. I would be the same as you. Um, in league games and stuff, I wouldn't go on the mic. Now with TFIs and stuff like that, I would go on the mic. But um, yeah. more of the league games and you and you're as you say, you're concentrating and you you want to win. 
and not that I don't want to win TFIs, but it's more relaxed and the league games are more important for me and I would be the same as you. Yeah, I'm always happy when C to go. I think you know that when you gave me an absolute thrashing on the last game of the season. Um, I was, I'm always happy to come on at the end and have a chat or beforehand, but just not when the game's going on. Um, it's just, it's just my preference. I mean, yeah, I think again, it's, it's fair enough. And again, we all have a good laugh when you're like, right, see you later, then lads. I'll, I'll catch you in a minute. I'm going to go play someone. It's, uh, <laughs> it's always, it's, it's. All, that's why I have to ask you about it. It's always a, a funny, funny point of um, <laughs> subject when, when it happens. Also, um, also, what doesn't help me? Um, I think I've, I've said this before, but I've got a really, really old controller because I broke a few controllers during the breakdown, uh, the lockdown thing. That the new controllers, by the way, I've had them all apart. The new controllers aren't as well made as the old controllers. But anyway, um, so I've got a really old controller where my uh, headset, the jack, does not. It hasn't got a jack point. It's got the the old style um, oh, plug yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so I can't talk on that. So I have to have the other controller with the using that for the headphones, but then uh, not for right. playing the game. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? It gets a little bit bit rubbish. And then um, so th- th- there's no real. Yeah, there's no sinister. There's nothing behind because I actually do like the chat. I just don't like the chat during the game, really. That that's about it. But um... no, that's that's fair enough. That's fine. Uh, the, one of the last things I wanted to ask you about was um, we saw sort of early on, uh, well, towards the end of last season, but still early on in your AG career, um, there was a couple of times where you've had maybe a, a few dodgy turns in a BFA or, uh, or or transfers obviously Cutrone was one I believe uh, when you, know, you lost him so again yeah. I think for me though again especially when I lost Jota as well last season again it's part of the it's part of the experience and it's you had to mention that didn't you absolutely yeah I mean again <laughs> you again how how did you find that as an experience relatively well, uh, well, relatively early on yeah well this is this is a sign of how much or how much I was in, enjoying it really if you think about it um when I lost I didn't have a lot of I think when you join the league you don't have a lot of money um and when you look at some of the people that have got bags of money that play lots of events which I can't because I work shifts um I look at it and think you know what I haven't got much money so so what you do is you you pick your times and sometimes you're lucky to get a player and Cutroni is a good example for me. I'm sure Wince can back me up here, but he doesn't play well for everyone. I know he doesn't, but he plays well for me. Um, and when I got him in, he, he seemed to improve my results. And I remember um, going 4 all with River in a cup match, um, and he beat me in the last minute. But Cutroni got all four goals. And when I lost him, it was from... <laughs> My own, stu- not stupidity, but what it was, it came up on the site, which I'm on the same as everyone else. I get up in the morning, I got, I'll flick on the AG, see what's going on, you know, in case I'm going to get fined for something. Um, <laughs> but um, so anyway, I looked on there, and and what I what I'd say is is that uh, I it said an update. Now, what I thought was an update was was the Xbox. I'd updated my Xbox with all the updates for the players. What I didn't read too much into it was it was an update on your sheets, yeah? Um, yep. And what it was is I just skimmed over it rather than look, reading it really properly. So it isn't, I am to blame, but I was so furious with myself because I thought, Do you know what? I've, I sort of worked hard to get that player and mm. and now he's gone and it did affect my game and I did, it did really hack me off, if I'm honest. Um, I'm not going to lie. But it's the rules. It's how it is. Um, and when he came back up in the BFA, I was encouraged, let's say, by people, which was nice, to you know go back in for him. And I did. But Andy Brill bought him. <laughs> so, but on the back of it, I, I inadvertently got Patrick Sheik. So that was the only BFA I've ever won by uh, by default, really, because he overbid it, bid on two players. So I, I ended up with Sheik. So, um, well, there I you go again, that's it. Again, at the end of the day, you're always going to get twists and turns in BFAs, and it's one of the things that, again, you learn early um, that I will never ever miscount the amount of money I thought I had in my account like I did with Jota. You know, you you learn and you you live and you learn. It's how it how it goes. Uh, well, thank, thanks for that. Anyway, thanks for the insights, AC. And again, thanks for your warm warm comments in terms of the site and and how it helped get you through uh, through lockdown. I like how you actually mis- misspoke and said breakdown because I think everyone had a mini breakdown <laughs> during uh, during lockdown. Everyone would call it that instead, to be honest. 
Um, right, we're going to finish off this week's podcast um, by talking mainly to Ash, to be honest, because like we've talked about, boys, we tend to play mainly um, Call of Duty, FIFA, F1, etc., uh, golf. Um, with uh, just looking forward to some of the uh, the updates and the games that are going to be coming out on the uh, the X and the S. Um, so, Ash, I mean, th- there's two games particularly I wanted to talk to you about um, in terms of they're both campaign games, obviously. Uh, one that I believe you're playing already, which is um, which is Watch Dogs. So, how have you found that so far? Is that is that been a good game? Yeah, I've um, yeah, it's I've been enjoying it. Uh, not too far into it. Um, it is one of those games, um, you know, typically with uh, Ubisoft's titles, um, you know, especially their open worlds. There's just there's so much to do, there's so much to explore. You sort of get sidetracked on the actual main uh, the main campaign and such. Um, so I've sort of been um, exploring and doing lots of the side missions i had been holding off really the sort of campaign uh because it has uh, today obviously it is the launch of the series x and s consoles um it is getting a day one uh enhancement um on those consoles and what that does is it's added um features as ray tracing um which is one of the features that they're pushing on the new console uh into the game so i was sort of holding off really smashing through the campaign until it had had the enhancements um so now that it's got the enhancements and we're on the new consoles and I'll be looking to get into that um, sort of campaign. But, yeah, I mean, if you've played any of the previous Watch Dogs, um, you know, I really enjoyed the second one. I wasn't too much of a fan of the first one, um, but this one's um, this one's really good. And uh, I think there's a few people on the site that have uh, have inquired about it. Um, yeah, it, it is a good title. What's, if you had to sum it up in, in sort of, you know, in terms of comparing it to another game, is it kind of like a, um, like almost like a Grand Theft Auto, Assassin's Creed type situation? Uh, yeah, like it's, it's definitely more of an Assassin's Creed. I mean, maybe that's easier to say because they're both done by the same yeah. um, company. Um, yeah, I mean, if you love sort of open world, sort of exploration, um I mean, it's set in modern day London, isn't it? Yeah, well, a futuristic, uh, futuristic oh, London. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe it might be modern London at one point. Um, you know, um, yeah. If you like sort of open world games, you know, your Assassin's Creed. Even, I mean, I would say Ghost Recon Wildlands was a really good one, but again, it's done by Ubisoft. Um, you know, then you, you you'll enjoy it. Um, okay. I mean, again, because it's it's definitely. I know that. I know I'm not alone in this. When I get the the new console, I will be looking to invest in some some uh, single player campaign games just to get me through the sort of holiday period, really. So uh, I'll have to have a look at that. I mean, one of the ones I'm really interested in is the new Assassin's Creed as well. So I gather you've not, well, you might have purchased it, but you've not played that yet. No, it I've, out today is. Yeah, right? no, I've not played it yet. Obviously, yeah, it did come out today. It has been doing the update today as well. Um, another game that's had a day one enhancement which is really good um i I love assassin's creed um and i have done for a number of years um i I remember taking i think it was assassin's creed 3 on the 360 um i think i smashed through it the first weekend it was out and since then i've just you know every single assassin's creed i've always really enjoyed um i think out of the last couple that have come out syndicate for me the one that's set in victorian london um is probably the standout but then you know the egyptian one um a couple of years ago was good and then this one is set in sort of the viking era um and has looked really really good so i've been excited for this one and you know it, it its enhancement on the new console is uh, a nice 4K, um, 60 frames per second, which is uh, also going to be uh, really, really good to play. And if you've not played a game at 60 frames per second, um, then you will be in for a little bit of a shock. Because what's, is, what's uh, the difference? What's so, the difference? Uh, so the higher the frame rate uh, is the smoother the gameplay. Um, so most games at the moment, uh, some games do do 60. Um, I know in the last sort of year or two, uh, more games have started to offer performance-based modes rather than sort of um, you know high-quality graphic modes. Um, you notice that just from the off that the, you know if you're sort of controlling a character, let's say that you're moving a character around a level, you'll notice that it's a lot more smoother. Um, and it, it does make a big difference, I think, um, from what you play for something at 30 frames per second. And, right. yeah, that's one of the things that I, I think, just not just sort of Assassin's Creed in general, because I think, you know, 
over time you'll start to see that in more games that come out especially over the sort of you know next couple of years for next gen hopefully we'll start to see more games take advantage of those sort of higher frame rates okay no that's interesting um is there anything else we should be on the lookout for in terms of the new console new game any suggestions you would make um i mean obviously if you've not managed to get hold of one yet then uh, do keep a uh, keep a lookout all the time um i mean i, I think uh, someone said earlier that, that retailers were be getting their sort of next allocation in sort of december time so maybe around christmas Let's have a little look then um and just a couple of noticeable ones really that i think um the games wise that may be worth having a little look at and mainly because they're on game pass so they're free to play really if you've got a subscription is i believe uh forza horizon uh, is getting an update again i've not really i've not tried that yet um just because it's been doing it today um another game that i think is getting 4k at 60 um and i've heard that sea of thieves is also uh got a a nice graphics update as well on it um, and I think there's a few players on the site that do get involved with CFV, so maybe that's worth having a little look at um, again on this console. Okay, yeah, well, brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, again, I think for me, I know I'm one of the guys that's unlucky not to have managed to pre-order one last time, and same again this morning before work. I was doing my best to try and find one. Absolutely no luck whatsoever. So fingers crossed I can find one uh, when it comes to Christmas time, like you say, Ash. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how we go. You never know. Some... Uh, Someone might uh, might pop up with one. Uh, Can I ask around. a question? Hmm. Ash, what's the difference between the X and the S? So the S is designed for, I would say, people that do not have 4K tellies. Um, so basically, the X is a more has more higher graphical spec, so that will play at 4K, where the S will play at 1440p which is uh, just a little bit above 1080 so if you've got a HD screen um, the X as well is a little bit more in terms of power but I always look at it as if you've got a 4k telly you want to be going for the X if you've got a HD telly and you haven't made that 4k jump yet then you want to be going for the S just just in terms of that I mean again when you were saying because you I remember you telling me that before and I thought 4k tellies would cost an absolute bomb I saw one the other day it was a Samsung in, on Curry's website whether it was a pre Black Friday thing or what and it was only like 400 quid yeah so uh, they've definitely dropped down in price over the last couple of years um, you know I mean I remember when I first bought a 4k telly um, I think I paid uh, must have been about eight nine hundred pound um, and you don't get me wrong, you can still get those sort of high-end sort of 4K HDRs, tellies at that price range. But nowadays, you can pick up a decent 4K HDR telly for, you know, under you know, 400, 500 pound. Um, LGs are normally quite good to have a little look at. Um, but I think, you know, especially in the sort of last two years, they have come down in price so much because they've 4K has just become more mainstream. Uh, yeah. Plus, just, just, just to um, jump in, lads. I bought a Panasonic um, 4K TV, which which was over a thousand pound in Richard Sounds, and they're now doing it for about six nine nine, and it's fantastic. And I just you know you haven't got to spend loads and loads of money now to get a decent telly, that's for sure. But I've got a question for you. On the site today, I heard people mention 120 frames per second, and for that to be at its best, you'd need an OLED TV. Um, what does that mean exactly? Um, so without trying to make it sound too technical, <laughs> um, obviously the console can support uh, up to 120 frames per second um, in certain games. And for that, you need a TV or a monitor that is capable of outputting at 120 hertz. Right. Um, now, at the moment... <laughs> There's not an awful lot of TVs, sort of, uh, let's say, mid-range TVs that offer that sort of functionality. Um, I know a few members on the site have got uh, OLEDs, which are the sort of high-end quality, you know, we're talking sort of £1,200, £1,300 plus um, TVs that support all the bells and whistles um, that these consoles support. Again, I don't think at the moment it's too big of an issue because I don't think there'll be too many games that support 120 frames per second, or at least in the next year or two, one or two years, um, where we start to see those sort of features become more common in uh, mid-range TVs. Um, 
would it then be worth investing at the moment? I wouldn't go out and spend fourteen hundred pound on a TV um, just to get. If you're just playing, if you're just playing FIFA and golf, yeah, yeah. not not just to get one hundred and twenty frames. Yeah, see that's the thing. I'm like Wince. I only play FIFA really, um, and I did think about the S, but I think because I was advised because I've got a 4K TV, go for the higher end spec X, even though it's more money. So that, that's probably good advice then, yeah. If you've got a 4K Teddy, then yeah, you want to go for the uh, the X. That's a bit late for me. I bought an S today on a 4K TV. <laughs> <laughs> Take it back. It, it's, worth it back. No, it's worth just noticing um, noting with the S as well, if you hadn't already realised that it, it's got no disk drive. So it is a completely digital console. Yeah, that, that's right. And, and also, is it... I mean, just on... Everyone now has got Xbox Ones, obviously. Now, I read today that... Um, that they're going for quite a lot of money at the moment, the Xbox Ones. I mean, I certainly overpaid for mine during lockdown, that's for sure. Um, but some, I think it's Amazon saying if you buy the Xbox X from them, they will give you a part exchange on your Xbox One. Um, I don't know how much you have to put all the, the serial number in, etc. Um, but I did see that today on Amazon, so it might be worth um, exploring yeah. if people are thinking of getting rid of their consoles because I'm one of these people who doesn't keep the old console I do for a little while but after a while you don't use it do you really I don't think you use the old console but yeah it's um, worth looking at yeah Right then, boys. So we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, again, I think that for me, I know that if I was listening to this and just having listened to you talk there, Ash, it's, um, it's helped me make some decisions in terms of, again, like Wintz was saying, do I go for the S, do I go for the uh, the X? Um, I'm still not 100% sure, um, but for me, I do think I'm still going to try and hold out for that X if I can find one. But again, you know, good luck with whichever one you guys uh, you guys go for that are listening. Um, like I said, we'll leave it there. So, um, Ash, uh, thank you very much, obviously, as always. Satie, thanks very much for coming on, buddy. Hope you've enjoyed your first one. If you want to say your uh, your goodbyes. Yep, goodbye, light lads, and thanks for having me on. No problem, mate. You're more than welcome. And uh, Wince, again, thanks for coming back on. Thanks for a bit more of information on the uh, the site. And again, if you want to say your, your goodbyes. Yeah, thanks for having us on, guys. It's been a pleasure. Um, hopefully, look forward to speaking again sometime in the near future. Thank you very much. And Ash, obviously, again, thank you for pressing the button. Thanks for the insight as well, I think, on the uh, the technical side of things. I know it'll definitely help some people. So thank you very much, buddy. Yeah, no, as always, it's a, it's a pleasure to be involved with. And, uh, you know, we say it all the time. If you do want to ever get involved, please, please, please do PM either myself or Jam. And I mean, Satie, big thank you to you. You know, it's your first episode and you, you know, you volunteered to come on. And I hope you've enjoyed it. You, you know, just sort of listening to you in the podcast, it sounds like you have, um, which is really, really good to see so um you know big thank you for coming on and wince again yeah, thank nice. you for pleasure, co- pleasure guys and, and well done for doing the podcast to be fair because i think it's really good and you do a great job so well done oh, thank you Macy. thank you very much right we'll leave it there boys thank you very much and uh, we'll catch you on the next one 